0: guys welcome back to the 18th episode of two friendless friends wow it's the 18th episode yeah
1: 18 episodes which is really fun and a big achievement for us actually because we just really started off with zero obviously and now we're on 18 um almost getting to 20 soon so from the title of this episode, you'll see that we'll be discussing are humans inherently good or evil, which is a, such an interesting topic that we'll go into. And we'll also be talking about the new COVID case. And I think that came out yesterday.
0: Is that correct? Yeah, it was yesterday. And that person, like, I, I'm not angry at that person because like they did the right thing. They got tested, but it's like, it's scary because he's not linked to anything at least from i haven't checked today's update but like yesterday they were like oh he's not he doesn't have contacts with like any hotel quarantine or hotel quarantine staff or something so they have no idea wait i thought he went to the yeah he went to a lot of places, somewhere but they don't know where at, he got it
1: oh i thought it was the optometrist
0: i'm not sure i haven't checked today's update i think there was an update today i'm not sure if they have like the details yet anyway We'll get the article up before we actually share this bit of information because we don't want to say the wrong thing. Mm, Yeah, no misinformation here. I'll try and find the article. And um, before we get started, as usual, what's our life update, Flora? Okay, life update. Well, I think this week has just been really rough.
1: Firstly, starting off with the exam that we had on... Monday, because we both do the same course, and I don't think it went too
0: bad. That was a rough one. I didn't attempt the short answer. I think, like, we talked about this. I did not attempt yeah, the short and, and, answer at all because there was only one out of like 55 marks, it was only worth 10 marks. So I was like, that, I do not know the content for that question. I mean, that's actually why I don't
1: think it went too bad because I went into the exam preparing myself to not do that. 10 mark. But if I went into it thinking, OK, let me try and attempt everything and then I came out of the exam not even uh, attempting a 10 marker, then I would have felt really scared about it. And that's probably and, why. And I think it was a
0: lot easier for yeah. us because um, it was more multiple choice. And I think I just prepared myself mentally to like do certain types of questions with calculations. So that was a lot easier than me trying to do short answer questions which are like not as guided in a sense because like short answer would have like lengthier calculations with multiple steps than like something that's like multiple choice or like just a numerical answer
1: yeah yeah and I don't think it was the way that I view it now I don't think it's got anything to do with the exam itself but just the way that I prepared for it as in like the the mentality I went into doing it because I went into it thinking no I'm not going to do short answer that means my maximum marks are 40 yeah 45 out of 55
0: and like it is 45 considering yeah considering that we already have 45 marks already as well that's fine I'm I mean like Honestly, after high school, I was like, I'm probably never getting another mark in the 90s in a course. High school? Yeah, like, high school was my peak, honestly, with, like, in terms of, like, numerical marks, not really knowledge.
1: Yeah, but I do think that it's kind of...
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's hard, hard to compare, compare the, the two, two, right? It's just, like, your Uni standards, like, numerical school. standards have dropped. Yeah, it's very different. Honestly, because, like, it's, like... It doesn't translate directly, like, getting, like, a 90 in high school to, like, a 90 in university.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and also, from a few, two episodes ago, when we were talking about the moral and ethical issues in retail, I mentioned something about refunding my phone, and update on that, it was successful. I don't know if I would recommend it just because of the... Did you
0: get the same phone again?
1: Like, yeah. exact same?
0: Same colour? Yeah, color?
1: so I went to one store to refund the, all they and did was just... And then you went just... to the other
0: one to...
1: Yeah they didn't even assess the damages, they just kind of looked at our receipt asked me to type in my password and do this and then, and then it was done, went to another store, bought it and then yeah, rest is history. Honestly
0: I feel like refunded goods depends on the store but like a lot of refunded goods don't actually end up getting resold again
1: yeah i was talking to a friend she said that these phones just they they don't just get placed back on the shelf they get sent back to i think like the manufacturer and then
0: taken apart again so i don't know It's either taken apart again or they sell it as a refurbished model with, like, a significantly lower price. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are the two options. But I know that, like, with a lot of places, things like returns won't actually get resold. They will probably usually get liquidated or just landfill. And I think it's, like, I heard that, this is, like, Amazon in particular. I watched this random documentary. I don't remember the numbers, but it's, like, way more goes to landfill than it does to, like, liquidation.
1: You know, they they probably don't even have time to look through it all, which yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, they don't even check
0: it. So, like, a lot of the items are, like, perfect fi- perfectly fine or, like, minor scratches, and they will literally straight up go to landfill.
1: Yeah, and then there's people who hate on individuals for not... Uh, using s- reusable straws when it's these big companies who don't even take extra time to reduce their waste.
0: Yeah, a lot of the but time anyway. it's like they do say that, but like when you look at the actual percentage that does go through like quality checking and then resold, it's kind of like questionable. Anyway,
1: so uh, what about you though? Anything that's happened in your life that you want to bring up? In the past well, week, like
0: as of five PM yesterday, like when we're we recording this, as of five PM yesterday, I am on holidays. Yay! One does it feel holiday. good? <laughs> it does definitely. Um, the exam yesterday was actually like very very easy compared to what I was expecting. That's good. Like I I don't know what I was expecting, but like the lecturer already said it was gonna be like. Pretty simple, but it was easier than I expected. And I was like, okay, this was like kind of dumb. <laughs> and I didn't even need to sit the exam to pass the course anyway, because I already passed the course technically. Oh, so what was waiting for this exam? Thirty percent, because um, so this is a special course because there's a major project that was worth fifty percent, and then like labs and participation were twenty percent. So, like, final was only 30%. Oh, okay, okay. Well, anyway, that's
1: good. You're out of uh, exams now and you can just kind of enjoy your one-month break. Not
0: really. I have so much stuff to do, like, in terms of cleaning my room and, like,
1: other things. <laughs> cleaning your room. Yeah, but you just still don't have to worry about the academic pressure yeah, of it. Yeah, not until, so like, a problem.
0: month later.
1: <laughs> yeah, Anyway, so we're going to now jump into uh, the question. And I mentioned this, I think, last episode. I don't know if you remember the question that I was going to ask, but you said that you were kind of interested in talking about it. So the question is, do you think that humans are inherently good or evil?
0: Oh, yeah. I remember discussing this um, in extension English in year 12. or well, like before I dropped it. But we are studying Frankenstein. Have you read Frankenstein before? No. It's not that interesting of a read, at least to me. I found, like, quite a bit of it, like, hard to understand because it wasn't really in chronological order. It was, like, really read order. And I, w- I didn't really get, like, uh, how the story actually, like, flowed in terms of, like, the actual chronological order. But um, basically... It talks about the moral story of, like, are humans inherently good? And, like, is it society's fault that bad people exist? Like, is it because of society that bad people exist?
1: Okay, so also I want to add in a random thing. A lot of these classic novels... Are kinda just really boring. But they're just really, really smart in terms of the meaning the techniques like, they um, use.
0: It's like yeah. It's very technical, so like for a read like casual readers like us, it it is very, very boring. But when you look more into like the background and everything, it's so interesting. I actually find like the discussion part of it is so much more interesting than the actual reading. It's like um You read 1984,
1: right? No, I never studied it. Oh,
0: 1984, at least to me, it took me ages to finish reading it. What about Handmaid's Tale? Handmaid's Tale was so boring.
1: You know what I think was the most boring, though? Um,
0: I don't think you would have done this, but Charles Dickens, Great Expectations. Oh, my friends were doing it, and they were like... Complaining about how boring... It was like, isn't it, like, a super thick book? Yep. Yeah. I don't think I ever finished it. Honestly,
1: I don't think I ever
0: finished English novels. I don't think novels. anyone finished it. I, if, if someone did finish it, I would be like, wow, props to you. You're doing great, sweetie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Let's go back to talking about... Uh, the question are humans inherently good or evil so after studying frankenstein
0: what would you say your views are on i this? genuinely believe that people are inherently good because it's not like you're born and you want to kill someone okay, that would be I such a f- funny thing to like <laughs> take funny. out as a clip and um But, oh, right, yeah. uh, I don't think, it's like, you're born, you're, you're not bad. No baby is bad. It's like, what, the things that are happening around them, the things they witness, it's like, everything shapes us to be who we are, and our experiences can make us good or bad people. But two people with the same experiences could come out differently as well.
1: Yeah, and I think that majority of how we behave is to do with our environment. But there is actually part of it that's to do with our genetics. I think, I forgot what it was. It was like AMRO, I I don't think that's it. But there's this gene, and if you have like um, multiple copies of it, <clears throat> sorry if you have multiple copies of this gene then you're more aggressive and so so just by looking at that i guess some people can be more
0: inherently evil but again like more, evil I think is think it's such more a- like they're more susceptible to like bad influences i'm not sure actually i don't know the science behind this But just like, I think on, in my mindset, I definitely think people are inherently good and it's society that determines what they become. Because it's like the story of Frankenstein. You know, Frankenstein is the name of the doctor, not the monster. Yeah. I think I knew that. It's Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. It's Dr. Frankenstein. And
1: Frankenstein Frankenstein. wasn't bad, right?
0: Yeah, it was like, um, I think he was, it's like the doctor was so scared by his own creation that he ran away. And then, like, um, because the monster, like, if you read the book, I'm pretty sure at the beginning it was just called The Creature. It wasn't called The Monster. Oh. And, like, slowly as people became more and more, like, scared of them because like his appearance was like physically different from everyone else yeah and um as people became like they were shut he was like kind of shut out from society and no one really accepted him and he was just craving kind of a leader kind of figure someone that he could follow someone that he could respect and someone that he could lean on but um as time went on and he experienced all these like bad what bad experiences I guess um he became more and more like a monster and you could read from the book like slowly it started referring to him as the monster and that's when he became the monster I think that's
1: kind of really interesting because even though it's a monster and it's Like, it's not real, obviously, but it's a good reflection on how humans behave, right? Like, if you're constantly being shut out from society, you're constantly being left out, I think you're going to end up turning that experience into something. You probably
0: do something extreme. You do something extreme. It just depends what extreme you go to. I think, because at the end of the day, it's, um, I think when something happens to you like that, it's either you get harmed or someone else gets harmed. Nothing good happens.
1: Yeah. I do agree with you, though, that I do think that, um, humans are inherently good. Actually, okay, if we were given a third option and just said, like, blank
0: slate. It's, like, neutral, you have a neutral start and, like, it's, like, whatever shapes you shapes you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Would I guess you say that's,
0: like, that? that's more, a bit more, like, acceptable in, like, my logic. In terms of, like, you have... Everyone has the potential to be good or bad. Like, I could turn out to be an angel or a devil. You know? Like, it's kind of the things that have happened to me, the things that I've experienced, and the what I've taken away from those experiences... That determined which path I go down. So I've got this article up
1: from BBC Earth by Tom Agletti. Sorry if I butchered your name. And it says here that Aristotle, the philosopher, argued that morality is learned and that we are born as amoral creatures, while Sigmund Freud argued that we're just born as a blank slate. Apparently, Freud is just crazy. And, okay, I don't know. <laughs> That's what, like, people say. I don't think I know enough about what he did. Uh, but he wasn't even a psychologist, I think. Because he's I brought remember, up a lot in psychology, um, but he's not a psychologist.
0: I remember talking about this. I'm not sure if it's the same one that I just found. But... um. We had this discussion where two philosophers uh, had different opinions. So, like, uh, Thomas Hobbes, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, wrote that life in the state of nature, like, that is our natural condition outside the authority of a political state, is solitary, poor, nasty, brutish, and short. But um, there was another guy, that um, Rousseau, that said human nature is essentially good and that we could have lived peaceful and happy lives well before the development of anything like the modern state okay but that's looking at human nature and not
1: inherit inheritance right which is two different things
0: it does talk about like uh if you go like further back into like the theories it does go back into like um if you break it down to like external factors and stuff it does talk about that I don't completely remember the discussion that I had in um in the class when we discussed Frankenstein but I'm pretty sure uh, I think most people in my class did agree with the theory that um humans are inherently good and it's things around them that um make them bad but I think like there's also the factor of we were so shaped by the Frankenstein story that we kind of couldn't see it any other way. Right. Okay, so if I now change up the question a bit, and instead
1: of asking if humans are inherently good or evil, if I now ask you, are humans currently primarily good or bad? How
0: would you answer that? I don't think they're bad, but I think that's just selfish. I think, um, society has been, I don't, wouldn't define it as like, com- like actually being bad because like no one is, well, like I'm talking about like the general public. I'm not talking about like criminals and like other things like that, but I don't think anyone is out to get you in a sense. It's like more like everyone's mostly looking after themselves and making sure they get the best outcome for themselves because we have become such a competitive society, and, um, it's, like, if you don't, if you're not good enough, if you don't try hard enough, if you don't have enough connections, you lose, and therefore, like, um, it's kind of built this mentality that, like, if someone else gets an opportunity, I lose an opportunity, so therefore, I need to, um, kind of take, take some actions that might, make someone worse off than me but that is my goal in life I think we have kind of built our society around that mentality a lot
1: so this is a theory that's kind of come up before and I've heard it before do you agree that the the morals that we build ourselves on is to do
0: with capitalism So it's gonna go a bit political now i do think uh to some extent yeah like um because the morals that existed in like in every era like kind of reflected what kind of political structure there was and um with capitalism it's like you're responsible for what happens to you kind of like it's competitive
1: yeah, well, I would also agree to, and I think that a lot of the issues that individuals and uh, the a group, a community faces, is to do with capitalism. Because I think, I mean, the prime, the primary goal of capitalism is to earn money, right? It's all just based around earning money,
0: and there's like a hierarchy too it's like the more money you have the the, the higher more powerful. you are and the more powerful you are and i think like humans inherently just want more power maybe not to the extreme of like having the most power but like there is a level of power that people want over others
1: yeah and then somewhere along the line someone decided that it was white men that would have the most power yeah somewhere along the
0: line <laughs> I don't, don't know who where that came from. I think there's probably some research into, like, why, like, um, literally white people went to Africa and were like, oh, we're better than you. You're becoming our slaves. We're taking you back and using you as our slaves. I don't know how it originated, but I just find it weird. What's the word for that? Not, not slavery.
1: Um oh my god like when you when like people invade your country and then they start imposing their own culture on you isn't
0: that that colonization
1: yes okay thank you uh this is controversial and i i'm just i don't know um any evangelism is that what it's called no idea
0: but, like, I just find it weird. It was, like, wasn't the case of Australia, like, um, the settlers came and, like, they didn't see, like, permanent homes by the Indigenous Australians. So they were like, oh, wait, you don't own the land then because you, don't, you haven't put up anything permanent. And therefore, now that we're the first ones to put up something permanent, it is our land now. Yeah, so white people... Because, like, um... Because it was, like... I think it was, like, just a difference in the lifestyle. And, um... They just saw the Indigenous Australians as, like, lesser because of the way they were living... Um... Well, in the eyes of the colonizers seemed primitive. Which was weird because technically... Yeah? The... Haven't the Indigenous Australians been the ones that have adapted to the environment more instead of making the environment adapt to them? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know where the mentality and the reasoning comes from. I don't know, but it, it is interesting.
1: It's wrong, definitely. But it's very interesting how this started, how someone decided that there was a
0: hierarchy in terms of race and gender. Here's another thing. I have this question for you. What are your thoughts on like how people come came into power in history? Cause wasn't it like just oh whoever killed more people was more powerful? Oh.
1: Okay, actually Isn't that
0: I, I find thought... that weird.
1: I need to finish up my thing about evangelism because I don't want yes. to just leave it hanging there. So it's basically where you spread the word of God, like Christians spread the word of God to other people. And sometimes they will go to other countries to do that where those countries might not have um, much exposure to Christianity. Oh, didn't that happen with Japan or something? Like, I'm not um, actually too sure disclaimer I am not christian this is just something that I've heard about before, and it just the the conversation we had reminded me of this but there's um there's reasons that people think it's wrong, and it kind of uh reflects what's that word again that I forgot before colonization colonization yeah where you just kind of um You try to, like, put your own beliefs into other people. Yeah, I
0: think, like, there's some level of, like, showing others and then, like, imposing your beliefs on others. Yeah. It's a very fine line between the two, though.
1: There was this person once. It was the day before English paper one last year oh my god wait <gasps> not last year it's not even last year it's the year, year before
0: i keep thinking last year was 20 2019 and i'm like no it's not that's actually a good
1: way to segue into our actual topic but let me finish off what i was saying uh this person came up to me and started talking about god and started explaining how he used to be a physicist and really believe in science but then I don't know, something happened and then, like, now he's just very
0: Christian. Wait, have you, like, um, seen the people walking around the city and, like, inviting you guys into, like, Bible studies and, like... Town hall? Yeah, and doing surveys and stuff. And, like, it's always so hard to get away from them.
1: Oh, they're always with the microphones and then, like right no like
0: the ones that i see are like the ones handing out pamphlets and the ones like asking you to do surveys on their phone wait i don't think i've ever encountered that before
1: i have seen it's like right in front of the light rail station town hall Yeah, i
0: think they they hang around this train station and light rail stations a lot oh there's also a church there is there not yeah i think so but like i just find it It's slightly a bit too much because, like, I think it's the same with, like, door knockers and stuff. They try to, like, get you in. But the things that they say go to the extent where it's slightly, like, imposing their beliefs rather than, like, just telling you about it. Yeah,
1: and then you feel really bad about saying no to that stuff. Yeah. And so
0: you don't want to be rude. But you also, like, while you're being polite, it's kind of inviting them to say more.
1: Yeah, I know. So that's actually what happened with the guy who came up to me before English Paper 1. It was literally like a 10-minute conversation, and I just didn't know how to get out of it. So he was just saying, like, oh, if you come to this event we will pray for you just stay uh, 30 more minutes and then that's when we're starting our event and I just did not know how to say no and he was like okay fine then just leave me your number and then we'll try and get in contact with you so I had my friend there and she being the smart one gave a fake number and so did I but then I felt really really bad about lying so I said oh wait sorry I, I gave you the wrong number let me ch- change that for you and then I gave them my real number which could be like reverse psychology because then he thinks oh wait that's definitely a fake number right yeah
0: but, but it's like, like uh, it's weird because a lot of the times I get it out I get out of it by like my friend uh, arriving and I'm like oh my friends say I need to go now but Um, The other strategy I have is to just, like, not make eye contact, have my earphones in and, like, stare at my phone and pretend to not hear them when they come by. Because I don't know, like, once the conversation starts, I don't know how to end it politely. Yeah, yeah, that's,
1: I think that's the hardest part, to just, like... Just tell them you're not interested. And then afterwards, they kept calling me, like, multiple times. And then, like, they texted me and called me and, like, WhatsApped me too. Whoa! And then I just... Yeah, and then I think the the last... No. Why? I don't have anyone's number blocked. You know, I've never deleted... I've deleted one person's number before, but I don't really delete people's I numbers. I delete
0: people's numbers because I get hand-me-down phones and I delete my mum's people's... Like, my mum's numbers and put in mine. But that's it.
1: I have people from, like, year like, seven have, that probably yeah, has changed have so their number I people that, like,
0: have probably changed their number, but... I don't want to delete it, but I won't... If I want to contact that person, I won't use that number in case they've changed it. Yeah, and we have social yeah. media now, so it's I guess... It's weird, because, like, I'm more... I'm, like, with friends that I've... Like, people that I've been friends with, like, for years, I just straight up don't have their number. I only talk to them on social media. You don't have your
1: friends? Oh, I sometimes ask my friends' numbers if we're... Like, meeting Ruin,
0: up I don't have Rowena's phone number I only have her socials and she doesn't have my phone number we only have each other's socials oh i okay. like considering that I've known her for six years yeah wait <laughs> that's okay I don't know I think like
1: I don't remember just asking my friends for numbers how but... did I even get your number I swear it's because we met up somewhere
0: Because I feel like that's really the only... uh, It was probably at some point where you didn't want to use data and, like, you just gave me your number. Oh, probably. Probably.
1: But, and I also think if you, if you're with a friend a lot and you end up, um, like, I feel like I call friends a lot. No, that just sounds...
0: I, I, like, literally, if we, let's go through my recent calls... Let's see my recents. Flora, and then there was uh, um my mom, my dad, my mom, my mom, Flora, my dad, Flora, Flora, Flora. <laughs> Literally, you call me more than my parents do. Really? Yes. Like um the only time I actually call my dad is when I get off work, because um, it's like I work in Carlingford. So, like, my dad's like, oh, dangerous. So, like, call me before you come out so that, like, you know that I'm already there to pick you up. But otherwise, I don't really call my parents. Wait, am like, I, like, on the, the just without
1: scrolling down, just on that page? Yeah, you're the top one. Oh, so you really don't call people often? Because I just go, like, like, five pages down to see you. Oh, yeah, here, 27th of April, and today's the 6th of May, That's, right?
0: 27th of April is on the second last slot on my recents. Oh, okay, then. Because I think my mum my had been calling me for, like, a, a bit more recently than texting.
1: Wait a second, that was only... That wasn't even last...
0: That was, oh, like, that two was... weeks ago.
1: Yeah. No, that was last week.
0: Oh wait, that was last week. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay. I don't call people much though. Literally, my my history is you, my mom, and my dad. Oh no. Okay then. Anyway, uh, it's now
1: around thirty minutes, so we will start our topic.
0: topic. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's our okay. topic again? Oh, A reflection COVID. of on the pandemic.
1: Yeah. So I was thinking about this today actually because of the new case that was uh the the news about the new case. And the first thing that I thought of was I just I just don't want to go through another quarantine. And I remember because I I have this diary and I write in it. And I remember I wrote in the this morning, "Luckily, that person didn't really come around my suburb, and then I thought about it. Is it really lucky though? Because because that means that those suburbs that he did go around to have now been infected, and I think this is also um, kind of what you were talking about before. Like humans are just selfish people, because when I wrote that, oh. I was only thinking about myself, but I did put a question mark I'm after. Luckily
0: because i'm like eh, is it lucky i'm reading the new restrictions so like uh just to update apparently today the um yesterday's case had a household contact who also is infected now and the new restrictions as of what's the date today uh 6th of may according to the sydney morning herald article. Household gatherings will be limited to 20 people, including children. Masks will be compulsory on public transport and in public indoor areas. Singing in indoor venues will not be allowed. Dancing and drinking in venues will not be allowed, with a recommendation for wedding dance floors to be restricted to 20 people. And visitors to aged care facilities will be restricted to two. I don't huh? wanna wear like I, I'm I'm okay with wearing masks yet. again. I'm just not completely happy about it because um it is very very stuffy if you have to wear it for like an extended period of time.
1: My only concern, I don't care about masks. I'm fine with masks. Uh just just to let the people know we both do wear masks. Yeah, we
0: do. Like uh, I just not I'm not that happy about it. Because, like, I think last time mask mandates were back, I was literally wearing a mask for like seven hours in a row for an entire week. My skin was not happy. Like, this might sound gross to everyone, but my mask was like wet at the end of the day because of like. I um, think people can relate to that though. It's like. It's a sign that the mask is working because, like, it's trapping in the heat and, like, but it's re- it's just really really uncomfortable when you wear it for extended periods of time over like multiple days in a row because it's also like it's really un like i feel like healthcare workers don't get enough recognition but it's like i literally i only had to do it for 5 days in a row for 7 hours a day and i was dying from wearing that mask it was so uncomfortable but healthcare workers are wearing them every single day for hours in a row. Like, that's literally part of their job now. Yeah, plus on top of that, not just the fact
1: that it's uncomfortable, but they're also at a much higher risk. Like,
0: have you seen, like, um the pictures of, like, people with, like, cuts on their skin from the, like, wearing the mask so much?
1: It's no, like, but I did have a friend tell me that um, someone she knew who works in a lab has to use hand sanitizer a lot. And then it just got so dry that even when she picked up a piece of paper, it just kind of cut her hand. And, yeah, it's like, like, I don't like um,
0: there are people with jobs that require them to like follow these protocols so much stricter than us. And like after experiencing that, I was like, Big respect. I don't think I could ever do that. Like, I was, like, complaining so much after, like, five days. So the restrictions you said. Household things,
1: gatherings, 20 people max? Yeah.
0: Um, uh, starting from business, today? I don't know when it's starting, but oh, okay. they didn't say. I think it's probably immediate start. Oh, no. 5 p.m. today. But workers <sighs> need to wear a mask for businesses oh my, okay, my mom's so, going to have to wear a mask which is really uncomfortable this
1: is this is very uh I, I probably shouldn't mention this and and I'm just gonna say that I know this is not a big concern at all there are much bigger problems but it's just the first thing that I thought of when you said this so I have a party on Saturday and there's 25 it's probably not going, going ahead
0: Unless they're breaking COVID restrictions.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, if if she ends up following it, which she should, that means that people are going to be uninvited, right? Or it's just not going to happen. But either way... It should
0: just be postponed, like, just logically. It's much safer. It's not like you have to have the party. Yeah, I know. But
1: my point is that I had, like a very big breakdown over that party there. Yes. Yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, did I really just have that breakdown over nothing? Like at least like, let me go through. Okay. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it's so, sometimes I just say things and I forget that people, like it's out in the public and it's not just like privately said. A lot of things I say I don't really mean. But uh, Mm. yeah, it should be postponed or cancelled. But I just like I I just stress so much about this because of other stuff. Like, did I really risk the mental health for it just not to happen?
0: Bro, I was so ready for holiday plans. Yeah, what? Wait, that just
1: it just fell at such a bad time. I think that also happened last year too, didn't it? Yeah, literally it
0: not? um th- yeah, last time cuz I was literally go- planning to go out with friends a lot. And then there was an outbreak literally in my suburb that was really serious cuz like um it was in the Woolies and that was like the only supermarket in the suburb so like and a couple surrounding suburbs. So like everyone in this area goes to that Woolies for like daily groceries. So like um that one was really serious. I feel like every time it's landed on like a time where we're starting to like go out more. No, I swear too. It's it's
1: it's something to do with the UNSW break <laughs> and it like COVID. Because last time it just it's been happening like this. It's it's a trend now.
0: Yeah. Like, last night my mum was asking me, like, when will this all be over? Like, when can, like, we just be going back to normal? Because now that that's happened, I don't think we'll be going out to eat for Mother's Day anymore. Like, um, apparently Mother's Day bookings won't be cancelled for restaurants. But, like, I didn't book anything. Except we're going to, like, look for something to eat. But that's not happening anymore. Oh, I was actually... going to go shopping with you too, and we were going to go on our sh- like photo shoot stuff. <laughs> I yeah. guess that's not happening. I guess Hamilton won't be happening it either.
1: I wanted to talk about when COVID first started and that happening. Was so March. Last year. And when
0: quarantine. The first lockdown. Yeah. It was so, like right after flexi week of term one, right? I'm pretty sure I it was right after so. the flexi week. So, like, we literally had five weeks of in-person university. We were first used back then. And then it was like, boom, everything's online now. So, when I heard about this new case,
1: I just really didn't want to go back into quarantine. And I do think that I've adapted much better into this now. But I remember when... Quarantine was first to think when I had to just stay at home. I might have mentioned this before in earlier. Yeah, episodes, I feel like we have
0: both talked about the early stages before.
1: I'll just repeat because that's what around when
0: we met as well, wasn't it? Like, well, like a couple months in. I have no idea. I don't remember when we met actually. I swear it was sometime
1: like- in quarantine. No, it was, but I, I don't know when. Anyway. I was going to say about quarantine. I found it really, really hard because I realised that I do this thing where I just kind of leave the house a lot
0: Oh, you told me about this before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, like,
0: kind of study and also, like, get away from...
1: Yeah, and then, like, I couldn't do that. And what made it much worse was at home at that time last year, it was, like, chaotic. Like, there was literally no personal space at all because there was like seven people in my house and I don't know I feel like having your own room having your own personal space is so underrated I have my own room now and I like back then I just couldn't do anything just like alone because there was always something going on and I think most of the time half of the house wasn't even like being half of the house was Being used because my sister teaches uh piano so like we just closed the door which is like literally located in the middle of the house so just like six of us oh I don't know this sounds like such a first world problem like oh the house isn't big enough I don't think it's that it's just that I just didn't have any space for myself and that was really hard but then now it's a bit better but I just don't want to go through quarantine again I think
0: I was in a like a much better situation than you because I was very happy because it was like well like the first of all I didn't have to like take transport to uni every single day and um also it was because at that time my mum was still working well like when it's exactly like when it started my brother was still working. My dad was still working, like not from home. None of them were working from home. So I literally had so much personal space. And at that time, um, yeah, it was like the most chill time because the courses that I was doing weren't as hard as the courses I'm doing now. So it was very chill. I did get really bored. Oh, yes, yeah, same. I think in the second week, um, my mum's uh, workplace shut down because, like, um, it was just the whole building. The building she works in, she works in fast food. The building she works in, like, kind of, like, services, get, provides food for, like, the workers. And the workers were all work from home. So, like, it didn't make sense for her place to stay open. So um, it was also closed and she was home with me the entire time i think that made it a bit better because i am close with my mom while still having my room as my personal space and um it was f- fun to some extent but like um it was still very scary because at the peak of it i had to get my wisdom teeth removed because it was like starting to get really painful and, like, oh, the I whole procedure, that. it's, like, going into the dentist, it was, like, a whole procedure, like, there were, I was pretty impressed by, like, how closely the place I went to followed the restrictions, because, like, it was, like, going over the top as well, like, uh, only two people in the waiting room at any time, like, including household contacts, like, you know how some places are, like, um, it doesn't include it if, like, you like, you're, a contact of this other person that you're with like it's not included in the limit but Is they were really it? strict about it like I don't know some places are so chill about it but they were very strict about like oh only two people you have to wear masks they had like hand sanitizer uh temperature check a form to fill in with like oh have you been to any of these hot spots um what's your temperature right now are you feeling any symptoms what's your contact number and everything And, like, when you go between each patient, it was, like, oh, they sanitise, like, they always sanitise everything, but they sanitise everything, like, even more, um, they were even more strict about, like, the sanitising process. And it was, like, they were accepting, like, literally, probably, like, I think it was, like, only, like, 30% of the normal number of patients. It was all like the emergency ones that had to be done. So like people with like um like me, my wisdom tooth had to be pulled out or else it would have like rotted in my mouth. And I would have, I would have had been in like a lot of pain. And I really respected that. To be honest, we honestly probably have the upper
1: hand when it comes to the pandemic. Like both of us are still able to like, we still have a home to live in. Yeah, we still have a home to live in, like. We're still able to afford things. And, and Australia, or at least Sydney, isn't, like, as bad as yeah.
0: other like, countries. Uh, if we're looking right now, India's cases are, like, skyrocketing.
1: Yeah. I don't think they even have
0: enough air ventilators. Yeah. Um, that- I think Australia just sent some over and a lot of other countries are sending resources over but still closing borders and I think I feel like it was reasonable to close for now because like did you notice the hotel quarantine cases jumping like it used to be like a couple per day right and it was only hotel quarantine cases but then it went to into double digits in hotel quarantine like apparently like there were people on the same flight that were all infected with the same strain, like the same they were all linked, so like it wasn't just about the quarantine process, it was like they were on the same plane and then they got infected on the plane, I think oh okay it was like i, the, I it didn't was know like that. something about like also like people on the same level in hotels like all being infected by each other like like genomic sequencing came out, and there were like links between them. So that was pretty scary because, like, if that leaked into the public, that would have been bad. I think it's also cool to bring up the fact that
1: our technology has advanced so much that we're able to trace back. Yeah, I think... um, Like,
0: someone developed this. It's cool, but it's also, like, I think technology has also enabled the spread in a sense. Like, if you look back in the day, the Spanish flu... Wasn't it, like, mostly transmitted by soldiers coming back from war? So, like, um, international travel wasn't really a thing back then. Like, it's like, there's a lot of things in our society that have enabled us to, like, transmit these diseases, like, further in the world. Because we do have, like, all of these technologies to take us around the world. It's, like, a good and bad thing. But, like, I think it's a good, it's a trade-off because this is, like, a one in a hundred year event while the, like, technology has allowed to, us to do so much more as well. I guess, yeah. I never thought
1: about it like that. But I don't, I, I wouldn't really say, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. It's, it's true, like, technology
0: has enabled it, but...
1: I think it had to happen. Yeah, like that. that that like it was like, no it's way
0: inevitable. That... I couldn't even speak. Inevitable.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Here, Sydney would look like in five years. Do you think things would change dramatically from when pre-COVID to five years' time?
0: Definitely, because um, we have seen all the reports of like the major tech companies and other like big places like allowing work from home there's companies that are like oh you only need to come in once a week or once like every like now and then to like do meetings and stuff like that but otherwise it's work from home I find that pretty cool because it's like it is making a lot of jobs more access accessible to people in rural areas and i think it's oh, like yeah. it is the the pandemic itself is like making us develop as people to kind of work with distance more and like i think that's going to shape how technology develops in the future with like work distance working working internationally things like that but it's also going to ruin some sectors because i've watched way too many like of those like uh educational youtube videos on this stuff but it's kind of like the benefits is like oh there's less business travel and stuff like that but then that has also impacted airlines because like a lot of airlines do depend on regular business travel to like maintain profits and revenue because like you can't airlines can't really live off of like the seasonal travel that people do Because that's really irregular. It varies a lot. While business travel is like very consistent revenue. So it's like a lot of that kind of stuff has, will change. Online shopping for one is becoming way bigger. And I think it's like businesses that have been able to adapt with technology will survive. Those that haven't will not survive in the long term.
1: Yeah. I feel like I've written so many things on And I that. think
0: the pandemic fast-tracked that. Oh, the yeah. The pandemic definitely fast-tracked, like, our dependency on technology in business as well.
1: Something else that I thought about just then was students graduating from uni. The, the difference in oh, the quality,
0: memes. I think.
1: <laughs> because I genuinely have not actually tried to memorise... At least
0: for me there's a level of like I feel like this is more reflective of the workplace because in um, computer science a lot of the time you do have all of this documentation next to you when you're working but in exams there's like stuff that isn't accessible to you but I do also feel like um, there's still some level of you have to be able to gain the knowledge and talk about it without having to like look at your notes every two minutes. But I think it's more affected on things like, have you seen the memes? It's like, oh, engineers, um, yeah, in the future, yeah. and like people being like, oh, I'm not gonna let a Zoom, doc- like a doctor from the Zoomers, Zoom University, do, like, <laughs> oh yeah, Zoom University. It's like, it's actually kind of scary because like, um, there are professions out there that really do need the hands-on experience, and they aren't getting as much of that. It's true, and though. Those are the people in the future that will like be doctors, be engineers, the ones that are crucial. Yeah, because the first kind of people
1: that they cut off would be the like the internship people, right? And if how 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 do students get experience if they're not able it's to so access these internships? Weird.
0: And all they want because is just people with experience. There's a huge decline in the number, in the number of internships being offered nowadays, and it's always just offered to penultimate students. And like you know the memes about like oh no experience required, and it's like oh three to five years experience in blah 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 and like stuff like that. It's actually I find that so weird because it's like you want an intern with experience. You know what I think it
1: is, though? When they say, oh, internship with experience, I don't even think that they want to pay that person. They literally just want the best out of everything. They want to not be able to pay them, and then they want someone who actually does the job. And It's so... That's literally the best example of exploiting your employee. Interns.
0: It's so... It's like i just don't know how i feel about all of this i think it does it does the 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 pandemic has disproportionately benefited certain people definitely um with
1: yeah because
0: like it's like all of these people that are normally making a lot of money have just made more money especially like on youtube and content creators like they have been able to make more money because people are having more time to sit down and, like, watch these videos, especially with, like, creators that have, like, an entire catalogue of older content, which is slightly ironic because we are also on YouTube, but we're not making money from this. That's just, like, we're not making money with our 33 subscribers. We're doing this for fun. <laughs> um, no
1: we aren't but if anyone wants to sponsor us please thank you um it's two dot friendless friends
0: (laughs) Uh, two friendless friends at gmail.com thank you um but it's it's just strange to me because like um there is a level of these people are giving back i do see creators like giving back uh helping out other businesses helping out smaller businesses that have like moved online and like found ways to like promote these businesses like this isn't everyone on the platform though
1: oh no definitely not do you know who nikita dragon is do you know how much she gets called out for going to parties constantly and just never wearing all the
0: tiktokers too did you see like um it's like they were like all throwing parties and stuff and they're like oh we all got rapid tested but like rapid testing isn't accurate like it's a good first step to check like if you do have symptoms to check like have a little check but I don't think it's like used for you to like oh rapid test and then I'm gonna go do a collab no it doesn't work like that it exists for people that need it regularly like essential workers
1: yeah and um i guess this is this goes back to the point about who gets um benefited which is like the rich definitely are way more privileged they're able to access these um rapid testing just so that they can go to parties and i think this was a thing um i think kylie jenner did this or one of the kardashians didn't
0: the kardashians have like some private party on some island yeah or something? they did I saw that and um I know that one of some of the tiktokers were also throwing parties and like stuff in mansions and stuff like that and it's just like well first of all you're literally 16 second of all grow up (laughs) like
1: you're not wrong though they're
0: literally our age or younger usually and I'm like I'm out here like sitting at home doing my lectures and you're partying in the middle of a pandemic?
1: Oh, okay, okay. So about the party thing. Because I also did mention that I was going to a party on Saturday. Now, the thing... I think there is a difference though. One, because... We live in Australia while they live in America, and America is. They just... were
0: doing it at like the peak, like where like there were like yeah. thirty thousand cases a day minimum, and we were here with like uh, two cases a day, and we're locking down.
1: Yeah, and we we've been doing quite well up until this point, anyway, but we've been on like a. Quite a strike from cases.
0: Yeah. We have and like uh, Australia as a whole has been doing really well. The scary thing about this case is they still haven't found a link because um, I read the article and it was like he is linked to a case that's in quarantine but um, like genomic sequencing has found that but they haven't found the middle person or middle people. They don't know because that person hasn't come into contact Doesn't have direct contact with any workers, like, essential workers that would have come into contact with the hotel quarantine case. So there's a lot of, like, middle people that we're not finding. I feel like this is going to be the big
1: third wave. I do have a feeling. Even though the second wave wasn't... Where was that located? Oh, that was Melbourne. Melbourne had that huge spike. No, 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 Didn't we have one? But I swear it wasn't, like, that big. It was the Borrella, um, thing.
0: That was how big... Oh, was it that? Oh, no, it was the Northern Beaches. Oh, Northern Beaches. And then it's, yeah. like, Borrella also happened, like, in, in the middle of that, too. Because I think it was spread from there. Yeah, but this one's going to be bad because he... He was also a very active yeah. traveler around.
1: Well, so, like, I'm not
0: like saying anything about the person because they did come forward with no. like, the moment, but it was it's really scary because like um there's no link direct link found yet. Because there's like then that means there's like a lot of pe- asymptomatic people hanging around and um just doing their thing without knowing that they're carrying the disease.
1: Yeah, I guess before we end the episode, we should just say that just stay safe. I guess, like, actually follow the restrictions. Stay
0: home if you don't need to go out until this gets cleared up. Because, like, with the asymptomatic carriers, you never know. Go to work if you have to, go to school if you have to. Otherwise, stay home, stop partying because you don't though, have to party. I think, uh, it's it's good
1: to say that even though I think that we do have it better than a lot of people it doesn't take away the fact that you could still be feeling really bad about this and you could be feeling really lonely and that's fine too but I think just as um recognize that well at least for me I recognize that I am a lot more privileged than a lot of other people just because where I am right now but that still means that that doesn't mean that how I feel right now isn't valid and that goes out for everyone else yeah
0: it's but it also is like just because you like not I'm not I don't want to say just because that's like downplaying it but it's like you feeling bad it's not gonna last forever like um this is gonna end I don't know when But it will, and just, like, until that point, look out for others. But at the same time, don't go out partying. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Yeah, just be really careful.
1: Anyway, so thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode. We did half on a human's inherently good or evil, and then our second half was on COVID. And then next week will be our very last Get to yeah. Know Us series. And we're doing, um, what is it? Enneagram. Okay. Don't know what that is, but we'll find out together next week. So, so. stay
0: safe in the meantime. Wear your mask. Follow us
1: on Instagram, 2.FriendlessFriends. Wash your hands.
0: <laughs> Use that hand sanitizer that you like um, probably stocked up on at the beginning of the pandemic and never used. Um, yeah. Follow us on our socials, send in any questions. I think we're planning on doing another Q&A soon. Oh, yeah. I'm, get, so I'm send, excited for that. Send in any questions that you have for us that we haven't covered and we'll answer them. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye.